This is episode 51 of Dead Letter Radio. As always, I'm your host, Taze, and this is the show with the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast, because here we feature your writing, poetry, short stories, letters, song lyrics, everything and anything in between, as long as it's written down, give it a voice, a platform, an audience, but you are the star of each and every episode. If this is your first time tuning in, and you'd like to have your own work featured on this show, stay tuned until the end of the episode, where I'll go over how to do so. Well, welcome back, everyone, and if you're new, glad you could join us. I hope your weekend was amazing, relaxing, and refreshing, and if not, well, I hope this week uh, is kind to you, and that whatever you need to do, you're able to get it done, uh, because, hey, you made it this far, right? This episode of Dead Letter Radio, which is episode 51, will be airing on March 28th. And we haven't done it in a while, so let's do a little bit of a weather update. On March 28th, if you're in my area, we're looking at a weather of temperature of 28 degrees Fahrenheit as the high, 17 at night as the low. And if you, as I said, live in my area, you know that we are now kind of in a cold front. So bundle up, uh, stay warm, and if you have a fireplace, make it cozy as you listen to this podcast, or keep the heat on your car running. Now, before we get into today's episode, I had a question that came into mind actually last week, and that is, what is your selfish wish? Gut reaction. Someone says you get a wish, it's going to be a selfish wish, what do you really want in this moment? And I say that because a lot of times when we're presented with the idea of what would you wish for, especially, or three wishes from a genie, what have you, uh, a lot of times our answers are, at least some of them are going to be altruistic. And so I'm very interested in what is your gut reaction, the wish at the moment, if you had to wish something specifically for yourself, you'd do. And my answer, if I had to speak completely honest, gut reaction, because it's a thought that comes into my mind frequently, is I wish I could have like 30 days of just radio silence, <laughs> uh, of being somewhere where no one knows me and I don't know them, uh, not in contact with anyone, uh, just for a full uh, reset, a time period where I can be by myself, with myself, reflect, and be in that state long enough that I get used to it. And I can indulge in hobbies such as writing, or creating, or just indulge in silence. Uh, Be in a space where you don't feel the day-to-day pressures in life uh, for a while. And anytime I get stressed or uh, overwhelmed, it's kind of a yearning and a longing I have to escape. And to have that period of time is a wish that kind of pops in my mind all the time. Sadly, uh, life doesn't really work out that way for a lot of us to allow that kind of time. (laughs) But it is my gut reaction if I had one selfish wish. So I'm curious, what would you say? Uh, I actually asked this on Twitter, and some people had some responses. Uh, Failnor says, being motivated to act. And Ayanatogi said that I could write whenever I wanted. And I think motivation is a really big part of it, to have a time uh, to 
do what you want. Do what you've been really itching to accomplish. But because of time, because of different uh, pressures and aspects of life, you haven't been able to devote as much energy as you'd like to do so. So I want to raise this question to you. If you could make one selfish wish, uh, a wish that's only affecting you, uh, what would you wish for, gut reaction? And you can use this as a writing prompt uh, if you want to write a poem about it or a story about it. Uh, and if you'd like to send them in so I can take a look at them, I'd be very curious. Uh, but doesn't mean that next week's episode is going to be <laughs> themed around this question. Uh, but I will not turn down reading uh, what you come up with. So what selfish wish would you make? Well, I think that is enough listening to me. But we can dive into the meat of the episode by listening to some amazing writing sent in by you. Our first piece of the day is sent in by Priyanka Trivedi, and it is titled, Until I Take Root. Step by step, I walk into the woods, leaving behind a trail of layer after layer stripped off of me. There I stand in a bare patch of land, yet unclaimed, feet slightly apart, toes in the warm soil. There I stand, until I take root, reaching deeper, arms above my head, reaching towards the sky. There I stand, until I branch and sprout leaves. There I stand, year after year, never moving not wanting to be free, belonging to the land, the land belonging to me, never moving again. Thank you, Priyanka, for sharing this piece with us today. Regarding their writing, they said, This poem is basically about my experience as an immigrant, as someone who has been constantly moving. It explores the feelings of wanting to belong somewhere, of having some place to establish roots, and call home. I think he really captured that sentiment beautifully, especially liking it, as he said, to establishing roots, to branching out, and uh, finally giving way to leaves, to stay in a place year after year, uh, belonging to the land, to that area, and that area belonging to you. Uh, I can relate to this piece really well, and not in terms of being an immigrant, but I have constantly moved within the state I live in pretty often, and I have a bad habit now of maybe not unpacking things as thoroughly as I should just because I'm so used to short-term stays that uh, I always feel like no true place has been a full established home, per se. It's kind of partially why I'm apartment hunting, too, (laughs) to hopefully find a place I can really establish and settle down for a longer period of time. Um, So I relate to this. I definitely understand wanting to find a place you can fully call your own. Uh, So thank you so much for sharing. Our next piece is by Thalia Thalamus, sent in on Reddit, and it is titled, I Have Lost You to Thought. I have lost you to thought, whether to paved avenues, or untouched fields, or sweeping streams, I know not. I'll stoke our fire till you return, 
refreshed, exhausted, drowned, and wait to take my turn. Thank you, Thalia, for sharing this piece with us today. I was really reflecting on uh, your poem and what it means to me personally. The first image that came to my mind, honestly, was a couple or uh, friends or what have you, two people uh, sitting together and narrator noticing that the other is gone into their daydreams, gone deep into thought, is now disconnected uh, from whatever is going on around them. And the narrator has lost them to that line of thought, that line of uh, thinking to uh, their moment, escape from reality. And you don't know where they went, whether it's paved avenues, untouched fields, or sweeping streams. And you don't know how they'll return, whether, as you say, refreshed, exhausted from culti- uh, contemplating their worries and woes, or even drowned. Uh, but you keep the fire warm. And you wait uh, for the moment they return, and you know that one day you too will be taken away into your deep thoughts, and they'll wait as well. I just thought I painted a kind of cozy picture between two people. Uh, whether it's good or bad, or where the thoughts take it, are taking them, you know that both people will be there for each other. But maybe you, when you wrote this, or if... Uh, you who are listening to this, maybe you guys have a different uh, line of thought when it comes to this. Uh, Maybe it's you reflecting on a loved one. And in your own mind, in your own mindscape, you have lost them to thought. So I would love to hear, as always, interpretations. But thank you, Thalia, for sharing. Our next piece is submitted by a user on the subreddit OC Poetry on Reddit, and it is titled, And Face. There are thoughts made up as a foundation of good mood. There are visions to serve as the thought's food. But there is one simple thought put in place to defile. I can only ever picture your face in profile. So thank you for sending this piece in. Regarding it, they said, It's about a one-sided relationship. I tried more to convey my emotions than some specific concept. Your poem, to me, sums this up really well, even in four lines. That whether you're in a good mood, uh, or you're thinking, trying to think positively, that The thing that can ruin it is realizing you are in a one-sided relationship, whether it's romantically or platonically. Uh, I really uh, like your ending line that I can only ever picture your face in profile. That feeling uh, conjures in my mind of you're never able to see them head-on, directly uh, face-to-face, As he said, it's a one-sided relationship. Uh, Maybe you're putting your best effort in, and they're unwilling to reciprocate it. Uh, Maybe it's unreturned uh, feelings. Uh, But what have you, on an emotional, on a relationship front, uh, you two are not seeing eye to eye. 
and it can be a very disheartening experience. Uh, so thank you so much uh, for sharing this poem with us. Next, we have a piece by Ivani underscore IDKLMAO on Instagram, and it is titled Civilizing Chaos. I sat in the chair on a pillow of dreams, inhabiting thoughts nowhere to be seen. I snapped my neck to the left to see the platoon in a long, boundless row. The vines enslaved my legs to the ground, gripping it like anacondas. The illiterate, savage creatures have done it again. The constant stream of Adam's ale that dabbled and drizzled out of my mouth has been adulterated with cyanide. The apple sits still on her desk, grappled by woman. I am schooled, but not taught. I learn of a mission, but lack vision. This is the education I have bought, the emblem I have embodied, and the rule book I have sung, the teacher's word I have taken as law. And yet, as I stand up for my freedom, my hands are cuffed by paper, my eyes peekaboo till chapter six. So thank you, Ivani, for sharing this piece with us today. First off, I want to say I did really enjoy the imagery used in your poem uh, from the biblical imagery of Adam uh, and uh, referring to the woman as Eve, and then you have the apple and leading into uh, the apple contains cyanide, and the apple being on a desk, you would imagine a teacher's desk. And then the final uh, two lines where your eyes peekaboo till chapter 6. It actually brings me back uh, to being in school. At least for me, sometimes, uh, I just remember maybe having a tough time trying to see the picture that the teacher was trying to convey in the grand scheme of things of where this will take me. Or maybe your thoughts uh, disagree with the teacher, or maybe you would think that uh, how you solved the problem was better than how they did so. <laughs> so thank you for sharing and bringing me back to school, oddly enough. <laughs> Our next piece is sent in by Lenny from the Block on Reddit, and it is titled Lightning. The sane part of me says it is not a good idea running in a storm, but my head is throbbing after your verbal beating. My body is heated despite your coldness, and I need a release, a cleansing. Running is not peaceful for me. My breath comes short. I cannot get enough air. It is like drowning on dry land, a gasping fish floundering on the shoreline. It is how I flog myself, just like devout monks with their self-flagellation. Why am I not better? I want to feel the rain on my face, dripping into my lashes, blurring my vision. All is not as it seems, fresh water mixing with the salt from my body and running down the valleys of my back. In the midst of the storm, it is all I see and feel. I am nothing. We are nothing.
I want to push my feet into the concrete until my joints ache. Pound them against a surface that will never yield, never give in, never sympathize. This is what loving you feels like. But I don't want to get struck by lightning. Or do I? Maybe I would wake up and all the words you said wouldn't matter anymore. Maybe they would dull in comparison to the searing pain that I cannot quite imagine. Maybe I wouldn't remember them at all, or the fact that you may never take the time to learn to love me. Maybe I would not wake up at all. Or maybe I will stay inside. I don't want to rob you of the chance to take it all back tomorrow. How could I do that to you? Thank you, Lenny, for sharing this poem with us today. First, I want to say that I, you captured my uh, my feelings on running really well. <laughs> While I try to stay uh, somewhat in good physical health, I just never really enjoyed running uh, quite that much. At least running specifically for exercise uh, purpose. I, I don't mind when doing using it to do something, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but no, this poem actually really brought into mind moments of my life, whether due to um, emotionally charged arguments or uh, being overwhelmed and needing to get away, going on a run or a hike or a very long walk despite uh, the weather, and how these moments in our lives can generate uh, so much inner conflict and turmoil due to our relationship with something or someone we love. And it can be tough. I really enjoyed how you opened it with saying, my sane part of me says this is not a good idea. And if you've been in a similar position, then you know this rings true. And that blending of the emotional and the physical, the sensation of running and feeling the rain and uh, driving your feet into the concrete until your joints ache. And how all that embodies how you're feeling in that moment. It just really takes me uh, to those times in my life uh, that I've experienced something similar. Uh, but the really great part is that or you say, I don't want to get struck by lightning, or do I? And weighing how everything could change if it happened, how these feelings may go away, uh, that maybe you wouldn't remember, uh, maybe they also wouldn't remember them all, the, the words they said. But if that happened, they wouldn't get the chance to take back all that they said the next day, and... How could you do that to them? I just, I really enjoy the inner conflict in, uh, that this piece generates. Uh, because relationships, better or for worse, are just, it's just not easy. Not easy at all, and I think you captured that beautifully. So thank you. And that is the episode. So thank you everyone who sent in their work and allowed me to read it and share it on this podcast as always, it's a great honor, and I am humbled by every time I'm able to do an episode, and I always appreciate it. If you'd like to see who wrote what, it is in the description of the episode, like always. 
And if you enjoyed today's episode or the show in general, uh, if you're able to leave a review on wherever you listen to podcasts, that always helps out the show. And also, if you want to support it further, you can go in the link in the episode or on my Twitter uh, to take a look at the Patreon. It's just an extra way uh, for you to support uh, this podcast. Before going further into the wrap-up of the episode, I do want to highlight how many times this uh, recording had to be cut, uh, because the dog that I'm dog-sitting for, I guess, uh, is sleeping just so soundly (laughs) that she is snoring on and off, (laughs) and sometimes it's kind of loud. So if that slips into this recording, well, just consider it an ambience. Uh, But anyways... If this was your first time listening in and you would like to know how to submit your own work, it's relatively easily easy, and I will go over how to do so. Uh, so to do so, you just send me an email, and that is deadletterradiopodcast at gmail.com. You can find that on my Twitter, which is deadlettercast. Once again, that's deadlettercast, C-A-S-T. That has my email, and also the link has um, the rules for submission. But once you send in the message, uh, what it should contain is the title of your piece, if it has one, uh, the piece itself. Also, if you have any uh, potential background information regarding the piece that you might want shared on the show. uh, So, like, what inspired you to write it? What was your goal? The writing style, etc. You can include that too. And finally, how you would like to be credited. You can be anonymous if you want. You can use a pen name, a username, uh, what have you. And that's it. Really simple, really easy. You click on the link on my Twitter. The rules for sub- submitting work is not a lot at all. Um, so it's pretty flexible on what work is featured on this show. With all that being said, we have come to the end of the episode. I do hope that this episode was enjoyable for you and you were able to relax some. Maybe get motivated to write your own work, or uh, just be able to appreciate uh, those who have taken their time to create and send it into the show to share it with you. Either way, I hope the rest of the day finds you well, and know that I am rooting for you. This is Taze with Dead Letter Radio, wishing you all safe travels.